Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Reclaim Your Brain. Today, I would like to talk about relationships and especially challenging relationships because it seems like during certain times of the year, such as the holidays, we often find ourselves interacting with people that we might not normally interact with, whether this is family members or friends or in-laws or even people at the store that are kind of in a hurry and maybe people are being less friendly because they're rushed and they're feeling stressed. And the new year is about renewal and making new goals and that kind of thing. But a lot of people get really stressed about that or they have a lot of feelings that can be very intense about the end of the old year and the beginning of the new year because maybe you have goals that you didn't accomplish and you might be beating yourself up about that or feeling disappointed. And that can play in to how we go into our relationships and how we approach them and how we ultimately have good relationships or we struggle with them. And so I want to present relationships in maybe a different way than you may have thought of them before to see if we can shift your perspective and help you get more of what you want out of the relationships that you really love, that you're attached to with your family, your friends, your spouse or a significant other, and then also to navigate the more challenging relationships. So I hope this episode really speaks to you and I would love to hear from you. And I also want to ask for your help before we start. I have been officially podcasting for a little bit over a year, and I would love to get a review from you. So if you can go to the link of your podcast app and leave me a review and tell me what you think and tell me what you want to hear more of, I would be so appreciative. And that will help us get the podcast out to even more people that it can be helpful to because we all can use help reclaiming our brains, expanding our awareness, expanding our allowance of our thoughts, of our emotions, improving our relationships with ourselves, with others, with money, with life, and creating better health. Because ultimately, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm so passionate about, is that we use our brains, which are our best absent best asset and also our biggest obstacle. And we learn how to get out of our own way to create a life that we enjoy living, that has love and joy in it every single day, and that we have the trust and the knowledge and the skills to have our own back through those times when life is not as loving and joyful, but that we know and we know in the soul of our being that we can be grounded and that everything is going to be okay. Because that is what I'm here for, people. Okay, so let's get started diving into relationships. So we usually think of relationships as, you know, a communication between two people. There's a back and forth. A lot of people say love and respect and trust are important for relationships. And I agree with all that. However, we can't give what we don't have 
right? So if we don't love ourselves, we're not practicing that actively or we're lacking in that, we're lacking trust in ourselves, we tend to feel unsafe when we're talking to other people. Because remember, our primitive brain just wants to protect us. So it's going to try to lock everything down and it may be approaching the world defensively. And when we come into any interaction with someone else defensively, they can sense that. It's in our words. It's in our actions. It's how we approach them. It's what we say. It's how we say it. And then they tend to get defensive, even if they're not exactly sure why. And then we have a communication and a relationship that maybe doesn't feel good to us, but we're not exactly sure why. So granted, there are always going to be times when you're communicating with someone else and you totally disagree with what they're saying, how they're acting, what they're doing, what their tone is. You always have the autonomy and the agency to walk away or to say no and to create a boundary and disengage from that conversation, okay? You have full permission. If another grown adult is acting or speaking in a way that's disrespectful or that you don't appreciate, you can walk away. And we're gonna talk about boundaries in a minute, but I wanna offer that what you have control over is what you bring to the relationship. And in essence, relationships, and we're talking about between two people, They're based on our thoughts and our beliefs about the other person. So think about it. Think about someone you're totally relaxed around. You don't worry about what you're saying. You know they're going to love you no matter what. They're not going to nitpick you. They're not going to, you know, make you feel ashamed of being the way you are, looking the way you do. That feels like a safe relationship. And a lot of us are blessed to have those in our lives where we can just let our guard down and be who we are. The goal, my friend if you want this, is that you can be like that with everyone in your life, friend, family member, foe, (laughs) random stranger on the street. It always has to do with you and how you're feeling and what you're thinking about yourself and about the other person. And this goes back to our self-concept, our self-love and our self-trust and building that up. And that's a lot of what I work with my clients on is just creating awareness around that and allowing space for it. Because when we do that, it's almost magical is that our relationships change. So now think about a relationship that may be strained, maybe a parent who's critical of you or a cousin that always picks on you when you come together or a mother-in-law or father-in-law that seems to be kind of not your favorite person for whatever reason. Maybe it's just the energy they give off. Maybe they show up defensive or they're insecure and you're just like, why are they such a huge jerk all the time? And realize that what people are bringing is their thoughts and feelings about themselves and about the world around them. Ultimately, we have control over our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. And other adults have full agency and autonomy whether they realize it or not, to be exactly who they are. And we get to decide (laughs) to let them be exactly who they are and also decide, do we want to be around them? Do we want to be around them with a boundary? Do we want to come together once a year and decide that you're just going to practice unconditional love for yourself and for that person and not do or say anything differently than you normally would if you just do that one thing? I promise you the entire experience will change for you and likely for them, but you also don't have to worry about their experience. And I'm speaking to my people pleasers here. The other big thing is giving people their feelings back. 
because as a recovering people pleaser and perfectionist, I wanted to control everyone. And the way I wanted to do that was I had to be perfect. I had to make sure everyone around me was happy and calm and fulfilled because it didn't feel safe for me otherwise. But ultimately, it wasn't about them. It was about me and me feeling safe with myself and having that self-love and that self-trust. And that's a lot of work that I've done over the last few years, getting coached, being immersed in this work. And it has created such a phenomenal change in my life. And I feel like my cup is constantly overflowing with love, with joy, with trust for myself, because ultimately we never have to trust anyone else when we trust ourselves, and we know that we have our own back because we then know we can go into any situation. And yes, we may feel hurt. We may feel disappointed. We may feel sad. We may feel angry, but we can navigate that because there are feelings and we can take them and process them and keep moving forward. So with that being said, number one, When you're going into a relationship or a situation where it's someone who's maybe not your favorite person, I just want to offer you that you get to own and allow your own feelings, but you don't have to express them. You don't have to act on them. You don't have to react. And this is a very interesting concept for a lot of us because we kind of push stuff down like a beach ball underwater until we can't anymore and then it explodes, right? You all know a person who you know, says, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then boom, they lose their temper. And you're like, where did that come from? Because they weren't actually fine, but they weren't allowing themselves to be not fine. (laughs) So if you're that person, that's okay. Totally normal human brain trying to protect you, trying to make everything okay, trying to create safety in your world, but not always the best for relationships. So I want you to go in owning your own ish and your own feelings and knowing that you have the control of whether you want to act or respond to those feelings in a certain way with the words you say, with the behaviors you you do or don't do. And you get to give other people their feelings back. Because if someone gets upset and is yelling or gets drunk and starts raging or is picking on you, you can always walk away. You always have a choice. And if you're thinking, no, I don't, I'm stuck there for three days, really, I would like you to slow down and really consider that. Do you really have to stay there for three days or do you not like what may happen on the other side of a decision to leave? Would your spouse be mad? Would your in-laws be mad? What would you do with the kids if you decided you were going to go get a hotel room and relax yourself because you didn't want to be around this other person? And granted, these are all hypotheticals, but this is reality for a lot of people is we all have that one family member (laughs) that you just bite your tongue and go for it. Or maybe you've been, grew up in an abusive household and you don't have contact with your parents anymore or a sibling or a cousin or some other type of family member or friends that you've had in the past that you just decided you didn't want to be around anymore, right? It's okay, to create a boundary out of love for yourself. Okay, so I'm gonna give you three different things that we kind of touched on to kind of keep in your mind and start practicing and see how it changes your relationship with both the other person and with yourself this holiday season and beyond going into the new year. And certainly you can apply this to your spouse, to your kids, to anyone in your life, even your boss, 
or your colleagues, okay? So relationships are your thoughts and your beliefs about the other person and their thoughts and their beliefs about you. And you can try to influence their thoughts and their beliefs about you. But again, that's more people-pleasing and people-pleasing is a lie and it's manipulating and it's not being authentic and true to who you are. If you show up authentically as who you are, people will weed themselves out pretty well for you. They'll either come towards you or they'll pass and that's okay because we're not for everybody. And this is near and dear to my heart too because I want everyone to love me. I want you to listen and I want you to love me. <laughs> and I admit that, but I understand, at least on an intellectual level, my, my emotions are a little bit behind. I don't like the feeling of rejection, right? I want everyone to come work with me and get the power of this skill and this knowledge. But I understand that some people are going to be like, she's my girl, she can help me. And other people are going to be like, mm, no, but someone else will speak to them in a way that pulls them in. And that's okay. Same thing with you. Okay. You're not for everybody and everybody's not for you. And you can probably think of people that you know are not for you, but we don't often think about it the other way around. Okay. So your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and creating trust and love and having your own back this holiday season and into the new year. All right. So relationships. Number one, you can always, always, always come from love. Love, joy, and well-being are your foundational tools that are always there. They just get covered up with the dirt and the poop of the world. (laughs) But they are there, I promise. Okay? So when you're thinking about your relationship with someone else, you can think about the expectations that you have for them, how you want them to act, what you want them to do and say. And you can let those go and just allow them to be who they are and practice loving them close up or far away and realizing they're their own adult and they probably don't appreciate us wanting them to be a certain way. Maybe they do, right? And this is separate than like a parent-child relationship when the kids are small. You do have to have some autonomy for them because they're not grown yet. But a lot of times with adult parents, it's hard to separate that because you, I know when I go home, I revert into like teenage mode (laughs) and I was never aware of it until I started doing this work with myself. I was like, oh yeah, I kind of like all my brain goes back to teenage years when I go back East. (laughs) So this may happen for you too. You go back to your childhood home and you revert back into your sulky teenage self, which I hear you. I've been, yeah, I understand completely. So just being aware of the expectations that you may have for other people and what they may have for you. And just know this is normal. This is kind of how our society acts is there are expectations of you, for you, for them, of them. But we can decide that we're going to let those expectations go because a lot of our stress and our angst and our defensiveness is built up around these expectations. So instead, when you notice an expectation, just notice it. Just create awareness around it. Just allow it to be there and just be like, huh, curious. Is that helping me with this relationship or is it holding me back? And you get to answer that question for yourself. And then see if you want to practice allowing that person to just be who they are. And maybe finding things about them that you may not have noticed before. 
Maybe you really delight in them and appreciate them for certain aspects. And maybe there are other things you don't like. But a lot of times we kind of get tunnel vision and we see someone as the projection of who we think they are versus appreciating them and allowing them to be who they actually are. Yes, let that sink in for a minute. You might want to rewind it and listen to it again. (laughs) So that's number one. Number two with relationships, we talked a little bit about this. How do you show up with your thoughts and beliefs? Are they helping the relationship or are they hurting it? If you have expectations that your mom's going to criticize you for what you're wearing or how you look or what you made for the holiday meal, it may happen. But you also don't have to show up in a defensive mode. You can show up as open and you can decide how you want to interact with the person If you anticipate that they may be critical, excuse me, I ran nine miles this morning and I still have a little bit of phlegm coming up. Delicious, I know. (laughs) Thanks. You're welcome for sharing. Um, So if we are defensive, right, then we tend to show up not as someone we're necessarily proud of. And then we already have our dukes up and we're ready to swing, right? Someone throws a jab at you, you're going to throw one right back. And then you may go into that blame, shame, guilt cycle within yourself with your inner critic. And then you're distracted and then you're stressed and you're not fully present for what's going on. So I want to offer that you can choose to show up even with someone that you anticipate is not going to be the most awesome interaction. And you can be open and trust yourself to have your own back. That if someone says something unkind or something that you feel is disrespectful, you can address that in a non-defensive way and say, huh, that really hurts my feelings. I'm going to walk away now. And you don't even have to explain. You could just walk away. And that's called creating a boundary out of love and respect for yourself and for the other person because it's not the relationship that you want to have with them, right? And granted, this is always based on your thoughts and your beliefs about them. But if we're dismantling expectations and we're being willing to approach with openness, a lot of times people will sense the difference that you're not showing up with your dukes already up, your dukes being your fists. I'm, I'm have my fists up, but you can't see obviously because this is just audio. And they may not feel the need to kind of lash out first. They may surprise you. They may say something seems different. You seem so much more relaxed today. And you can take that as a compliment and say, yeah, I feel more relaxed. Thanks. And then you may have a completely different conversation and experience with them. And if you don't, you can create that boundary. We do have an episode on boundaries in the Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I don't recall what episode it is, but it's towards the beginning. So if you love the idea of boundaries, but you have a hard time setting them or enforcing them, go back to that episode, give it a listen. It will be definitely supportive for you. Okay, and then number three with relationships is, I mentioned this earlier, but especially with parents or siblings or someone that you are close to and you tend to revert back to old patterns and old behavior, is simply owning your own feelings and your thoughts and giving them back their feelings and their thoughts. This by itself, doing nothing else and like physically you're not doing anything else, right? You're just like, oh, I notice I'm getting irritated. I notice I'm getting upset. And just noticing it 
and being like, yeah, yeah, I want to be upset because, you know, he called me names and he brought up this embarrassing moment from our childhood. It's okay. But just being there and feeling safe and supporting your own feelings and letting them be present, but not feeling like you have to react to them. And also not feeling responsible for anyone else's feelings. And this includes any perhaps passive aggressive type relatives you may have. They're like, oh, I was so hurt that you didn't call me or, oh, I'm really lonely this time of year. I wish my kids would call more. Okay, then you can always call too. You can pick up the phone and call. Just letting them have their own feelings and just you can support them and hold space for them and respond to them in any way you want. But you also don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel ashamed. You don't have to feel dutiful to anyone unless you want to, unless it serves the relationship. Okay, my friends, that is my top three for navigating challenging relationships both during the holiday season and beyond. But like I said at the beginning, a lot of us come into the holidays interacting with people we normally wouldn't. This also works for strangers on the street, in the store. It is a time of year where a lot of people feel a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of stress. And most people in our world do not have the emotional intelligence and capacity to hold themselves with their feelings. So they resist them, they push them away, they react to them, and that creates stress inside them, which they then expel outward. So anytime someone is upset, you can always ask yourself, did I contribute to this in some way and own your part? But you can also allow them to have their feelings back and not take responsibility for them. All right, so top three things, expectations, of someone else versus allowing them to be who they are and maybe being open and curious about that. Number two, feeling defensive or coming in defensive in a relationship that may have been challenging in the past versus being open and then creating a boundary if you need to and exercising that muscle because just like every other skill we have, every time we practice, that muscle gets a little stronger until it's your normal default. And then number three, owning your own feelings and giving other people back their feelings. I would love to hear what your favorite one was out of these three. And if you use them this week or this holiday season, I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at info at and maybe I will feature your comment on a future episode. And please, again, I can use your help. You leave me a review on the podcast app. You can go in, you can give it however many stars and what you loved about it. I would really be so appreciative because the more reviews we have, the higher we get bumped and the more people get in on this awesomeness. And as always... If you are ready to take this work to the next level, and I know you can do this on your own, but the beauty of having a coach and having support is that you get there faster, it's simpler, and it's more fun because your own brain, your own brain will always, always, always be your biggest obstacle. Brain surgeons cannot operate on themselves, and that's why we have support and friends to help us. I would love to be that support for you. And I know how powerful it is for someone else to hold belief that you can do something before you truly believe it yourself and step fully into it. 
I know that any goal you have is possible for you, no matter what it is. And you want to see how that magic works? Email me at info at thriverina.com and tell me that you want to talk more about working together. All right, my friends, have a fantastic week. Have a very Merry Christmas. And I will be back with you next week with some additional magic to help you ring in the new year. Love y'all. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.